This is the 50th episode of Costa Company, the Ken's weekly podcast about work and workplaces. Every week for a year, we've picked a trend in the workplace, something that's happening under the radar, but with profound consequences to the nature of the workplace and our career trajectories. We get multiple perspectives, we go deep into why and what, and we tell you how the smartest people are navigating those changes. We have done this now for 50 weeks. But the tragedy of sometimes going deep into specific trends is that we don't get to talk about the macro stuff, what each individual trend collectively amounts to. Each host in each episode picks an idea or a trend to unpack. But it is like each host is holding an individual part of the elephant at any given point in time. But we're not talking about what the elephant looks like as a whole. This our 50th episode is when the three hosts of Costa Company Akshaya Shrivar and I Sneha put our individual parts together to build that whole a more panoramic consolidated idea of how the workplace is changing and how our careers are changing with it. The theme that emerges when we talk is that of migration out of startups of a larger movement out of the startup ecosystem towards older more consolidated businesses and in some cases even smaller ones we talk about things we haven't had a chance to say yet i'm your host neha and this is cost a company And the short and easy way in which I can describe an unhireable is anyone who has priced themselves out of the job market. That is to say that they are earning a salary that is way out of whack with the reality of the job market outside. So anyone who qualifies this condition becomes an unhireable. And we found out that close to two hundred and fifty thousand people, actually in the current scenario, qualify this condition. So typically, the people I was speaking to were startup employees, like I. you lightly pointed out and they were also 30 something right and they were in like a mid or a senior role and they were scattered through the ranks um so they were in engineering product many cross functional roles so these were people whose skills were very important during 2021 and 2022 but it is not as relevant anymore right it is just anyone who commanded a premium during 21 and 22 but that premium does not exist anymore so they don't also see the point in paying that premium for a skill that has become irrelevant right so it could be in any domain it could be anywhere product tech but it is in a com- it, it is at a startup that is series b or above you know so these were broadly the people that i would i was talking to and some of them had a lot of experience you know and uh, it it was just a difficult term to get acquainted with right or even to engage or even to talk to me or to lift the layers it was just a very difficult uh, term for them to come in terms with i think okay yeah uh, which is and this is a sort of sister of another episode that shriva did yeah. uh, which is around the the new maths of 
the job market right when does it make sense to switch when does it not um what is the what is the story of that episode who is the person yeah the no, thanks thanks uh, sneha for for having me on um i think you know it's a very interesting situation that this episode like you know the precipice of this episode was at uh because here was an episode that was i would also say it was almost like a sequel to the one that we did on appraisals right because appraisal season wasn't uh, the best clearly uh it it really didn't have the kind of numbers that um was there previously and in the previous years and then you of course you would expect that okay if i'm not getting appraised my own organization the next best step if i am an employee if i am a startup employee is to go to another organization right and when you go to another organization the uh, basic understanding is that you probably would get a raise of about <clears throat> i would say about uh roughly about 3 to 40% 20% you know that would be the case uh and i was like okay let me investigate like that's a that's part for the course let me see if that's happening uh but then after we you know we sort of pitched this idea and we sort of started discussing this during my reportage i actually found that i spoke to someone from freshworks on background and this person actually didn't want to be featured uh on the podcast right and and they just we had a very brief conversation first on twitter and then um uh you know on on call and he said that you know what um what you're saying is true like the numbers you have uh it's it's on point that's usually what happens but at freshworks we have pretty much halved the you know the the, the job switch hike so for example if people are coming in the the hike which you get after the job switch so for people coming in for people coming from from outside um you know it's really reduced so here was a double whammy that was happening because you are an employee so even if you're staying in the organization you're not getting too much of a appraisal right which is usually let's say below 15% as was what of the case and even if you want to go to another organization um you know the the standard was had reduced at least at freshworks it reduced by half and then as we figured through the episode and you know that's what the episode covers that it's not just freshworks right it's not just there but overall in the startup ecosystem uh, in companies in general uh, right the whole hike that that people have that oh you know what i'm going to pretty much uh switch and it's been one or two years i'm going to switch and get a hike um that has not been there right and i think a lot of people which is why i had also done an episode about the hiring freeze right about how the hiring freeze is an opportunity uh which actually again kind of corroborated what uh, was being said in this episode because uh the hiring freeze was very much about internally how you can do better and how you can you know climb up the ladder and sure you might not get appraisals right now but it's a good time to develop a lot of skills and probably you know be in the organization so that's why it all made sense to actually not uh do a job switch uh, and of course you can do do a job switch anyway if you if you are interested in the role and what not but if your soul if your whole and soul reason is for the hike then it's probably not the best time so we have people who are whose salaries can no longer be matched on the market uh we have people not getting hikes when they move uh people not getting appraised um and so everyone's kind of and uh and and you have a hiring freeze and shiver over number of episodes you've talked about how people have become very risk averse and yeah. this was yeah. validated even in my own reporting which a uh, multiple sources said that you know series a startups are really struggling to hire good talent nobody wants to join series a startups even if they're matching you for salary um and uh, and the founders are really having to make compromises around who they hire for what roles um so this is the so on so we have that people are getting paid less 
and less and less and also simultaneously on the other side people are becoming discovers and then then we layered this on with the another fact which is that a lot of people who worked in startups uh and this is the another episode i did which is that young youngest startup talent doesn't have deep skills yeah. and it's about yeah. a specific cohort of people who have not experienced work in larger companies who've entered the workforce and joined growth stage startups um but haven't received the time the training uh the deep skills that um that you know a larger company will do so an hol will give 10 years a png will give you decades of experience in a very tiny vertical um so you really know it backwards and that episode you know the the that episode was i think was my first time like really talking to young people who are disillusioned with startups mm. and it uh, and i think that is a part of a larger pattern that we we are going to talk about uh but for me that what that episode hit home people who had you know dedicated very important years of their career to hustling at startups to to zero to one and then finding out that it actually isolated them uh it mm-hmm. didn't add value and in a in a market where startups are net firing uh, in a market where startups are not giving appraisals um uh, so many young people don't have the skills to move elsewhere um and then all of this was was having its own moments inside was leading to its own moments um in the among employees you had initially at the i mean way before this uh uh, uh way before the funding winter you had lot of talk about the great resignation the fact that employees were disengaged um and then you layer on all of these things yeah um and it doesn't ma- paint a pretty picture um and increasingly you start to find disengagement and one of the ways one of one of the many ways this disengagement is playing out is also um something she were talked about which is people working part time people disengaging from uh full time meaningful work full time associations with businesses she would you want to tell us a little bit about that we did speak about risk aversion uh, but i think uh, this is also like you're spreading out your risk almost because you're like you know you're doing part time gig so your your risk is it's almost like i look at it as a as a venture capitalist almost uh, that you know you have these multiple companies that you're working for and instead of capital because you don't have too much of capital you're giving time right so time is your capital here and you're sort of investing your time in in a bunch of companies overall trend that i did sort of observe that you know a lot of folks were going independent a lot of folks were sort of doing part time and the reason for that was was the same right because uh, once you realize that okay uh let let's take so- stock of the situation right and something that we discussed right now sneha was appraisals aren't being you know the expectations aren't being met there uh the job switch isn't making too much sense so you're like you know what probably if i work in packets if i work with a bunch of companies albeit uh in, on a on a smaller scope of work at least in the future i can i can almost you know people say that it's a risky move but i say if you're with one company that was getting riskier right so you're actually 
you know, mitigating your risk by being with a lot of companies, right? So, I mean, again, the classic example is don't put your eggs in one basket. Uh, and that's what you were doing with your career, which honestly, earlier, sure, people have become consultants and all before. But uh, we were getting this, you know, this entire wave that was there and a lot of folks were there. And um, one interesting model, though, which I definitely want to sp- speak about, Sneha, is this entire thing about permalancing. Right, which is essentially, and and uh, somebody uh, Michelle, I spoke to her for the episode was that you know you're probably doing a full time job, so you still do something with them, right? You're still doing some project with them or something that you are handling, and along with that, you're doing a bunch of other projects, right? So you basically have one permanent source of income, which is taking care of let's say your basic expenses, uh, or in in my case, as I live in Mumbai, rent. Uh, but um, so so you have that. And you sort of do other projects as well. So I think that was a very interesting trend that we did cover that, you know, people were... So these are all uh, extremely but fancy names for some like very basic ideas, right? Like, yeah, but just, like, it, why is this fundamentally different from freelancing or just a retainership? Yeah, but it was it was so fascinating that there was acceptance on both sides for this, right? And the the fact is that, you know, there was, let's say not just the employees, but also the employers realized that, you know what, if more and more people do this, it's actually not not a very bad thing because we are getting bang for our buck. We're not paying them, let's say, of course, if it's a retainer, then it's another thing. But if you're paying project basis, then it makes sense. We don't have to sort of, you know, uh, give out uh, so much money from our payrolls and we don't have to put them on our payrolls. So I think the situation is ripe. Uh, some people took advantage of it. Uh, some people are still figuring it out. Uh, but there were a lot of people and this is regardless of, I would say, um, of course, one thing was definitely that, that I didn't see any freshers do this because I think for freshers, it's pretty much almost impossible because you can't, like, you know, it's a blank start, right? Like, you can't become a consultant without knowing what to consult or like that. That I think is just a, is a cold start problem. But certainly people with uh, three to five years of experience, 10 years of experience, uh, they believed in the whole thing about part-time work. Uh, and what was really nice was that there was acceptance uh, from both sides, not just the employees who were doing this, but also from the employers. And it's honestly something that I have faced as well, which is the acceptance. Uh, and and I'm lucky to sort of had that. And uh, have seen a lot of other folks' uh, experiences too. Okay. Then, so now this is, we've talked about how the job market itself is changing, how salaries are changing, uh, what options people have, whether they want to move or not, uh, and alternatives to full-time work that they're choosing because of all of the risk that is now built in. And so, but now we can talk about the things that are happening inside the businesses themselves. Um, so one of the first and original, you know, the things, the first round of layoffs that we saw was of middle managers. And that's when we did the episode that Amazon and Meta wrong to fire the middle managers because, uh, the, if the complexity of the business is not changing, you still need middle management. Um, and the, the shift to, um, the the hypothesis of that episode was that the shift to individual contributors um, can only happen if the complexity of the organization itself changes. Um, so that was one. But as then, as we progressed into the la- in the last year, we saw that after the middle managers were fired, there was a second tranche of layoffs, and that had that had to do with HR. Um, and the fact that HR was being replaced by software. Uh, and then the next came of automation, which now we are seeing also with Dukan. So it was this the second tranche had to do with automation. And now the latest news that I'm hearing of this week that's come from Mintra is that 
it was it, it's now the engineers and the product managers that are being fired because and this sort of ties back to our original episode that when businesses were chasing valuations rather than profit then it made sense for them then what the thing that they needed to do is build products if you want to build products you need engineers if you're no longer chasing those valuations if you're chasing profitability then suddenly you don't need those products and engineers anymore so products engineers and marketing is the next tranche uh to be hit um and at this time it looks like the 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 business people the managers in some case are being valued higher than the engineers which is a reversal clearly like this uh, the, uh, this yeah with valuation being privileged below profit aksha then you did this very interesting episode and i actually want to know more i don't know enough about how it happened but mm-hmm. the fact that businesses were who were trying to retain employees but mm-hmm. now doing targeted retention yeah they were uh specific employees were being separated out and incentivized being incentivized to stay yeah how how is that playing out how did you find this out what was what was that uh so what was happening the way so the trigger of the idea was that everyone is talking about attrition right and employees being let go and we wanted to think about what is happening in terms of retention is there anything new happening and what are companies doing to retain employees that was the initial question that we set out with but which we thought was a new way to look at a very age old problem right and so when we went into retention and we had a fair sense of understanding that retention used to happen very differently like people used to give out bmw bikes they used to give out crazy you know perks and everything to woo talent and that's clearly not the case anymore so things have definitely changed so you wanted to see what happened and slowly as i went into the story i kind of understood that it's performance linked like it's linked to your performance it's linked to which was not very surprising to me but what was surprising to me is how clear this demarcation is right so the way we we are like looked at the story was that there was an invisible pyramid right and there were superstars on the top there were finishers in the middle and there were also rants at the bottom and superstars were people also? who exceeded also rants people who also ran okay yeah so superstars were these exceptional critical people right that companies are really really trying to retain and finishers are people who just meet expectations and do the bare minimum them they're not getting so much they're getting single digit you know like shrivad mentioned appraisal figures and everything and also rans are the ones that are facing the heat right now right like they are the ones who are genuinely you know they might be pushed out if it comes to if push comes to shove uh so superstars were the ones that were they were really trying to retain and that was very clear and the way i looked at it was it was a classic case of triaging you know when resources are limited who do you say right and right now companies like medical professionals during emergency situations were triaging their resources and thinking very deliberately like who do we want to save which is only i mean which makes sense right if you look about, if you think about it it makes sense that they want to triage their retention and keep people they want to save but 
what was interesting to me was when i was talking to this hr from good glam group kartik rao he told me that you know i asked him who's your exceptional critical talent or who's your superstar so i thought he's going to say something like cfo or chief something right something cxo level but he just said uh, my in-house content creator you know there is no school that i can go and hire these content creators from and this at this point in time for good glam group these social media in-house content creators are super important so they may not be very good at their jobs but the fact that they exist is very good for us in terms of business you know because it's hard to hire for a role like this so exceptional people are not just exceeding expectations but they're also super critical and that's one aspect of it that that function that you're performing has to be critical to the business at that point in time and that's going to make all the difference and it was very clear the way it was set up so we didn't want to call it triaging of retention which was the initial you know proposition we called it are you a lion or a pig because there was an analogy that kartik had used when he was explaining like everyone is equal but some more than the others so if you are a lion you will be saved if you are a pig you know good luck it was sort of very clear it's, so that's how retention was happening it's Sorry. precisely like that office episode uh, where they put make two lists and put employees names in different lists yeah um, honestly yeah okay now if we can so so we have this this phenomenon which is that employees are being segregated uh based on their performance and yeah, they, they always were segregated but the retention benefits are now targeted you know before it was broad based sweeping across the board now the segregation matters more can you give me an example now of retention being triaged hmm. i mean like i said superstars are the ones who are anyone who got more than a double digit uh number right in terms when it comes to their appraisals like bonuses and everything then they're definitely superstars because at a market like this nobody's doing that and they're really trying to retain you if your managers managers getting involved in the project that you're working in like people are taking interest in the project that you're working in uh you're a very uh you know you have meetings your project is being propped up as an important so the way people interact with you because there are no clear telltale signs to say you're a superstar and companies also don't honestly want to advertise that this employee is a superstar because then they'll go out and start looking for other opportunities right so you have to do it in a very subtle way where you retain them without actually you know propping them up to an extent where they want to leave right managing superstars is also very critical so you will only find very subtle cues to realize that you're a superstar who's really been trying to retain also ran you know you're on a pip or something right at this point in time which brings us to the next episode i want to talk about there you go what is that going yeah which is about the pip which in this season of playoffs uh, has been many many people season, yeah. have told us about how it is is being weaponized to um to discreetly conduct layoffs another thing that actually we have we can i can say now is that many people have told us that across businesses layoff numbers are much higher oh, than yeah. they are told than they are told um this itself never made it to any particular episode but across the board multiple sources are telling us that businesses are finding inventive not inventive 
or discreet indiscreet ways of covering up um the number of the extent of their layoffs and there are very few businesses and i think danzo being one of them that are truly transparent about their layoff numbers um most things are happening in a very covert fashion and uh, uh older more senior employees are leaving and younger employees are being hired and so businesses say they are hiring um but all of these are covert ways of um misleading on how many layoffs have been had but one one of the one of the ways in which people are misled is the pip shiva will you tell us about that episode and what yeah, you learned a, and found man that was that was such a difficult episode to produce uh because again pretty heavy topic right like uh pips have been happening uh for for a long time uh you know they have been uh, uh and i used in the episode as well that they're a part of the toolkit uh that that employers have but of course now what was happening was that you know people were using it for uh for laying off people and um, it just became very apparent that you know uh it almost felt like employers who didn't have the guts to say that hey you know what we sorry but it's just not working out and we don't have the funds or it's not a good fit and uh, as you mentioned sneha about the you know the product managers and the engineers that you know there are redundancies now like it's becoming redundant right so rather than saying that oh it's a business problem i'll say that it's a you problem right and and somebody i think one of my guests sharthok he had very beautifully uh, said this which i didn't realize uh, before uh, you know pitching this episode was was essentially about how um, you know even for legally is something as important as the legal things that you know legally if you if you're put on a pip you can always say if you have some mumbo jumbo numbers put up there you can always say that hey you know what you didn't perform well hence uh, you know uh, you're you're being let go while when when it comes to other cases severance is such a big cost right and we something we spoke about sneha pretty much uh, you know a few months ago with kartik was about you know severance and these packages and what they do uh, so that becomes a major cost here so we saw that there were some companies some very major i think nike was one of them uh, where they had put entire departments on pip which really didn't make sense because the whole part of a pip is that okay you 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 know select a certain few and you want to sort of you know put them on a on a Uh, similar pedestal and make sure that they're doing better but the intentions and this is one one word if you ask me from the episode what was very clear was the intent right and most uh, you know most of the companies the intent with pips uh, or the pip was i wouldn't say malicious but it was you know underhanded ki ha we don't want you to be in the organization uh, very few cases uh, where they actually want the performance to improve uh but in most cases it was uh you know it was just that oh you know what we're just it's a soft layoff right and uh it's almost like an agreement that hey you know i'm about to go uh yeah i mean i know you want me to leave you know i want to leave too so i think it was just like that uh it was unfortunate but it was happening uh but at the same time people do realize that uh, in certain cases if you plan it out if you structure it out well it can perhaps uh be uh, a good to have in your organization if at all that's a big caveat So a lot of people going on pip is another sign that a business is in deep trouble. We did an episode called "Is Your uh, Business at War," which was just about the many what it's like to be in a business that is laying off secretively. Uh, where there's suddenly a lot of gossip. Um, 
which is happening in most startups right now uh, founders are leaving and leaders business leaders are leaving and where people are not leaving where people are staying because the business opportunities on the market are worse then that is causing something called i have recently been told resentism which is employees staying in the same place getting the job done um and articulating unhappiness with the business that's pressuring them more and more to deliver on profit and goals uh with fewer and fewer resources um in a bad market um yeah that's also what's been called they're calling loud quitters right uh like people who are actively staying in jobs but they are very disengaged because like you all of the reasons that we mentioned above and they are actively working against the organization because so they they are so dissatisfied so they stay in their jobs and they actively harm the organization's goals i'm sure it's not like knowingly or knowingly it's just that it comes from a place of dissatisfaction with what they are doing right so this is a uh, very much prevalent it's happening a lot more than we think and this is all happening i mean we byju's of course is just a single company uh but this is but we've had sequoia leave the country now uh which is going to overall impact the entire ecosystem and uh, it's a very it's a strong signal about where the ecosystem is headed the startup ecosystem is headed which then brings us to Akshay's episode. So Akshay has done two interesting episodes about what's hot on the job market after startups. Uh, yeah. Akshay, tell us a little bit about what you found. What is happening? I mean, the disillusionment is real, right? So, big tech, which was largely insulated from recession and everything else, until now. is directly in the line of fire which has never happened before right and startups are accepting drastically lower valuations and uh, the hyper growth narrative is completely dead they're chasing profitability like we said and it's no longer flushed with vc money right so at a time like this in lieu of stability which seems to be the the most important thing that job seekers are looking for right now they are moving to large but often overlooked sectors of the economy and which is you know the old world companies that we don't normally look at like construction companies bfsi you know pharmaceuticals healthcare it sounds like why would and not just any talent right like this migration is mainly happening for tech talent which is you know it always commands a premium it's always sought after and everything and it's happening mo- mainly because of stability and another reason that it's happening is because it's because i've completely lost my train of thoughts oh god that's okay it's so what do you think because yeah yeah i yeah, got it got it it came back it literally i saw it come back and go inside my brain right now <laughs> yeah 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 it's because they're really doing well with technology it's something as simple right like every company in the world right now wants to be a tech company or at least a tech presenting company you know because that's where you want to go like think of any bank right they are behaving like fintechs right so at a time like this when every company is trying to be more or less tech companies 
who do you need to build these uh, products, right? You need tech talent. So they're actively hiring for tech talent and they're giving them very meaningful work and they are innovating and they are also getting stability and competitive pay packages, right? So why not consider this? And this is not just like, oh, if someone is laying off, then someone's got to be hiring, right? It's not as simple as it seems. It's only going to get, the novelty of the dynamic is that it's going to get more and more aggressive. This migration or they are expecting this pendulum to swing the other way, right? They will no longer, it completely crumbles the aspirational pyramid. It's no longer that big tech and startups are at the top and the creme de la creme and all the most yeah, the aspiration. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I came up with it. I must have heard it somewhere. I don't want to take credit for the coining of the word, but I'll take the credit for propagandizing it. So, uh, and the bangs and everything used to be considered so boring and it used to be at the bottom of the pyramid. So if you didn't get anything, then you go to a bank, right? Who wants to work at XYZ bank, right? But now people apparently want to, you know, they're volunteering for these jobs because they're getting stability and good money and great meaningful work which is a great inflection point in the jobs market right now and I think we managed to capture the zeitgeist of it in that episode and that's and about this also it. sort of is mirrored in you know so just in March I did an episode about how Bombay was running out of that and yeah. the, you know that migration of talent from ba- Bombay to Bangalore happened because of startups because of more interesting and more sc- scaled startups in Bangalore but given what we've seen in the last year which is just really utter devastation <laughs> in Bangalore startup ecosystem uh, a reverse migration seems to be happening now or dreams, uh, recruiters are telling me that you know where there are job openings a lot of them seem to be posted out of Bombay uh, and uh, this bus some of them are posted out of the world also because they are ghost jobs I just want to bring it up tell us about what are ghost jobs jobs that don't exist apparently like there are 4 lakh jobs in the industry right now that are just ghost jobs that companies are just listing according to a recent report by Randstad that you know these jobs don't exist and companies are posting these jobs only because to create an impression of growth like we're all dealing with this PR machine right like we're always bombarded with things so anytime you go and speak to a company that's laying off and ask them hey what's up the thing that they say to you is we are a growing company and we're always hiring look at our careers page And then you go there and you realize these jobs that are being listed are not real jobs. And job seekers, uh, there's no way to tell, right? They don't know if the job is a ghost job or they are being ghosted. You know, it's more likely that a job seeker will think that he or she is being ghosted. But it's that the job doesn't exist. So I just want to, you know, point to that, that some jobs are out of the world. They don't exist. That's a great joke. ஜோக்லி ஜெனுவன் 
how are you okay so now now we can like we were this what is the shot in front of something we are just enjoying <laughs> other people so we, we so you know we've talked about all this just sad stuff that's happening right we cover the we cover the startup ecosystem at the ken a lot and especially in gosto company because startups are more innovative innovate faster uh then uh then bigger companies and also because they they're more uh, willing to give us interviews uh this <laughs> is true right true. uh <laughs> so we tend and in this ecosystem it looks like just death and despair and you know everyone's just holding it together uh but every indicator is just sad you know bad uh <laughs> all these adjectives it's it's kind of baffling though that you know uh when i had done last year like when pretty much cost to company was was you know when we were launching it and when we were like you know doing pre production and so we had uh, in uh, the first episode that i done was on uh, lay- layoffs right which is about who gets laid off first and then do he actually discuss this little foreshadowing you know, man i think i mean yeah because they they had said yeah. that you know it's going to last for another 12 to 18 months and that time i was like <laughs> yeah i don't think so i was just naive i was just like a uh first episode i'm like oh, come on it can't be for 12 to 18 months sure there might be like two waves but if you fast forward it's actually been exactly 12 months since i had that conversation and we're here we're speaking about this and we're sure, still in the thick of it things yeah, don't look like they're improving anytime soon for sure like in the startup because uh, i mean definitely in the other other industries like retail and everything uh things have you know picked up and whatnot but specifically tech uh yeah it's you know be it the vc landscape be it startups themselves not the best of times so now i want to ask you guys genuinely all of this is building up to one question uh we all three of us we've been talking to people who work in startups a lot and talk to dozens and dozens of people who work in startups and in larger businesses have have in just conversations in terms of emotions of how people feel about their workplaces about startup have you sensed a temperature shift in just how people talk to you what they say no so i think that's the thing right like there was a whole there a lot of misdirection that people are feeling that oh you we were put on a path which was a growth path sure it was a lot of fun there was a lot of hustle but where was that path leading to right now people are realizing that oh you know what the the paths we were in where we were walking so fast we were climbing up this mountain probably this was the wrong mountain probably this was the wrong hill hill that we climbed on and now we just have to you know take the hike down which is always more painful but it's also because this this uh, path was built by ecosystems of media oh, yeah. of vcs of oh, founders absolutely. of everyone saying grow 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 of vcs telling their businesses that you're not spending fast enough yeah um, you don't have to worry about making money right now please don't think about making money right now you Correct. just have to um increase your valuations so there is a but and so you're you're also but what are you actually sensing what is the emotion you're sensing yeah the emotion is a lot of that i think i i didn't find disgust but i did find a lot of people being yeah you know i'm probably going to start and this is when i was visiting bangalore and a lot of people said that you know what it's okay i'm probably going to do something of my own like i'm going to take a sabbatical uh, again sabbatical is also a very very major thing we have spoken about i have done an episode of sabbaticals as well uh, that was done last year uh, which was about the career break or the sabbatical but a lot of people they're like you know what 
yeah it's it's done I, i'm done with the whole hustle life i just want to probably take a break and probably do something of my own start something of my own and not not like you know uh be in this whole rat race of of craziness again because they saw that you know they burned their hands uh, by being a part of the ecosystem which is uh, very fun which is very high octane but sometimes is misdirected so i think that is the sense that i'm getting that people are the general sense is you know what it's okay i'm just going to do something of my own or i'm going to stick around for a bit and then i'm going to go go to the uk for masters i don't know like that's that's again something of you know the late 20s mid to late 20s or something that i'm seeing Akshay, what are you feeling? Not, not, not much change. UK doesn't sound like a great place to be going right now. <laughs> yeah. Or the way things are. But yeah, my thoughts, I think, uh, you know, uh, the thing that I noticed the most is, you know, when you speak to HR and employers and other people, they're always like, it. now it is officially the employer's market. But when you speak to people in the ecosystem, people who are actually working, they haven't yet receded control right they haven't yet said that it is the employers market there is still like a tug of war going on they're still trying to hold back some control have some agency in the decisions that they are making that they are much more careful with with startups that they want to engage with they're doing thorough you know like you said sneha like going on other founders social media checking every instance of their appearance on any social media platform is being micro analyzed right because they really do are yearning for information and they want to know more they don't want to get into something that might just shut shop tomorrow right there's a lot of sense of job insecurity and you can see that and they haven't yet relinquished control completely so it's sort of like a tussle of power almost like the employees are haven't given up yet but the market has already declared that it's the employer's market so it is something that is i think um, we'll find out i guess i think as we go forward what is going to come next but i think there is still like the disillusionment is real but there are still some people that i'm noticing are still wanting to be a part of the startup journey because they don't want to you know they want to make themselves indispensable you know the thing that layoff does to you the thing that the thing that layoffs do to you is that they make you feel very replaceable right and when you're working at a google and you've been laid off you realize that you're such a small part you know in at a, such a big company but when you're working at a series a startup or when you're working at a growth stage startup then there you're indispensable because you built something from scratch you're re- really important to their growth and there they find their value again right there is there's not enough data to say this this percentage of uh, the jobs market is doing this but you can definitely say that that some people are also taking riskier moves right like we all have an internal riskometer and based on our own risk appetite we gravitate towards what we want but there are people who are also engaging with that uh you know growth stage startups and everything because they want to feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves So the romance of startups remains alive even if even as it continues to disappoint. This episode of Cost to Company was produced by Sneha Vakharia with audio engineering done by Rajiv CN. Thank you so much for listening to us as we complete a year. We couldn't have gotten here without your support. I'm Shrivar and next week I'll be speaking to you about something 
that is perhaps making your job easier but might just take it away too ai it's entered your workplace but who sent the invite we'll find out next week stay tuned